0: Hi everyone, I'm Liam and this is Words with Women. Welcome to our first episode with Shannon Pot. Shannon is a partner at Deloitte who is known for her hard work and dedication to her team. She is a doer. In her early career, she started as a co-op at Deloitte while pursuing a math and computer science degree. Fast forward, Shannon had made partner at the same company in just seven years after finishing her MBA at Queens. So, today, we will be discussing how mentorship was a crucial part of her development, either on a personal level or professional level. So, everyone, join us for words of advice, words of wisdom, on your Balithi podcast, Words with Women. Welcome back to Words with Women. So, Shannon, I would like to start by thanking you today for joining us, and we're really honored to have you as our first guest on this podcast. So, before we dive in into our questions and our episode, I know you're on vacation now. So, how is that going for you?
1: It's really great, and and thanks very much for having me. I think that this is a you know great initiative that uh, that the team is doing, and it it's an honor to be here as your first guest. Um, no vacation is going well. I've just sort of semi started it. Um, and enjoying enjoying the sunshine and just got back from from out practicing serving on my tennis game.
0: Well, the weather is amazing today, so I'm really glad that you're making the most out of it. And to start with our questions, I typically like to ask people if they always knew what they do in currently, as in being in a certain industry or job. So in your case, did you always know that you wanted to be in consulting?
1: Um I would say early on I knew but but not forever I think actually <laughs> growing up I thought I would be a park ranger okay. um we used to, yeah <laughs> so I grew, I grew up on the west coast and we used to go uh to shoe, shoe swap lake um for camping for a couple of weeks every year and stuff like that and there were a couple of like really fantastic park rangers who have like yeah. a really big impact mm-hmm. and there was one in particular ranger judy um who she used to drive around in a truck and if kids like fell off their bikes or something like that that she was always coming to the rescue and she was like a ranger that we saw like year over year and she used to teach like campfire tv so I actually growing up I thought I'd be a park ranger um when I like got into high school and university. (laughs) I think I I got a sense that, you know, camping was fun, but maybe that wasn't going to be like my career. Um, But uh, I had a sense of sort of what consulting was. Um, I knew I wanted to do something to do with like projects and technology and stuff like that. Um, My mom had grown up doing computer science, and she had actually, you know, not been a consultant, but had run a bunch of big projects for the BC government. Um, So I had a sense of sort of what that was and and what consulting was and stuff like that and so it's sort of you know probably from around um early you know early high school yeah. through through university i had a little bit of a sense but uh i also think you know i tried out a few different things as well
0: definitely i think a lot of professionals switch careers as they explore their options and career as well and uh, from our previous conversation you mentioned that mentorship had a huge impact on you from a personal and professional level. So, in your opinion, what makes mentorship unique compared to other development programs or other relationships overall?
1: Um, I think for me, I've I've been really, really lucky to have some fantastic, fantastic mentors um, who've had a big impact. And I think sort of, you know, part of part of what I think is is unique um, is that you know I separate it from sort of a pure coach or a pure a sponsor. Um, and I think that the mentorship part is really someone who is about, it's about getting the best out of who you are. Um, and I think that, you know, a mentor to me challenges you more than say a sponsor does or something like that, okay. someone who's just sort of trying to move you forward. But that level of challenge, um, I think that it is a special relationship in the sense that it really demands that, you know, the level of trust um, the, the level of like confidence that you have, that, that mentor sort of understands you or understands, um, what you could do, um, and sort of what, what the best of you could look like and stuff like that. Um, and I think it, to me, it's also one of those relationships where, if, if it's done right, it instills this sense that you should carry it forward um, and that you should give that same gift to someone else because I think you really do understand that the value that, that it came out of. Um, I think that the other thing that is maybe for me a little, you know, personally around, I think about the mentors is they were people who I also really admired. Okay. So not only did they have, you know, things to teach and stuff like that, um, but they also, you know, they were people who I could see myself wanting to become more like or that, you know, I would say, you know, that they truly had pushed the boundaries and stuff like that. And and so for me, that was the other thing that, that has really defined some, you know, okay. some of the decisions. yeah.
0: So when you say it's someone that you have a solid trust with and someone that pushes you out of your comfort zone, so how can we build trust with a mentor or how do you do it yourself?
1: Um, it's interesting and I, you know, I've thought about it before and I, you know, there are a ton of books written on the subject yeah. of mentorship. Um, I actually think finding the right, I think when you find the right mentors, I actually think it's pretty easy and it's pretty organic and maybe this is like a style thing where I would say I'm not super like process <laughs> driven. Um, but I think like finding, to me, um, it's tough to force a mentorship relationship yeah. um, I think that you can you can ask to be mentored and stuff like that, but I think to really get that authenticity and for both of you to sort of get the the value and um, the sort of motivation and the you know the the real val well real value out of the relationship yeah. I think that there that there is something that's organic there and I think part of it is finding someone who who you naturally have that affinity to. And I think that, you know, that's both people who are similar to you, but also people who are really different, but someone whose style clicks. I think, you know, one of the things when I think about, you know, you identify someone who you think you've got sort of that that potential fit with, and, and you could see as a potential mentor and stuff like that. I think that, you know, things that I did early to sort of build that relationship um was you know how do you how do you be of service to them and how do you actually you know take an interest and be curious about sort of their journey or what they're trying to achieve now and stuff like that and how can you support that so so you're giving something of yourself i think you know building that trust with a mentor also means the willingness to be vulnerable and at what stage are you comfortable yeah. getting to know them where you're willing to take that risk and actually share something
0: Absolutely. And you got to be open to them as well. But um am you've had a lot of mentors and a variety of them. So would you say that he's one that impacted you the most or marked you the most?
1: Yeah, so I think that the, the one who I would say like from a career perspective, but also just sort of like, um, you know, overall professional and growing up and stuff like that. Um, So there was one. So I had, I had, she was a coach as well, um, but a coach slash mentor. um, Her name was Nusha. Um, So I started working with her when I first joined Deloitte. And she was sort of a coach and, and worked together with her for many, many years. Um, and she was the one who encouraged me to go back to school. She was the one um, who sort of pushed the boundaries. And, and it's sort of when I think about like, how do I define a really successful mentoring? And I would I would say mentoring slash coaching relationship. Um, she's the one who I sort of hold up as yeah. the gold standard. Um and, and I think I come back to some of that trust stuff. it's like, I, I never worried about telling her something. I never worried about seeking her advice on something that I was going to be judged or anything like that. Like, I think that I really had the confidence, one um, fully confidential in terms of having discussions with her and stuff like that, um, that I would get her, <laughs> her honest opinion, um, yeah. whether I wanted to hear it or not. Um, And I think also that I really had a a sell, like I had a, a huge confidence that she truly had my best interest at heart, that she could separate her own interests because I was working with her as well. So she could separate what she needed me to do versus what was best for me, that she could separate what, you know, the company or the firm needed me to do versus what was actually best and stuff like that. So I think to me, maybe that's, really the key of the trust piece and especially specific to a mentoring relationship is that um, you have that confidence that, that someone that, that they actually, they understand you, but they, they can put you first and that they have your, your best interest and will give you the hard messages or anything else, but, but that they're, they're understanding who you are as a person and that they're able to sort of separate the various hats that they wear and stuff like that. And I think she was, she was really good at that. And I think you know, that truly is one of the things when I think about who do I want to be as a coach? Who do I want to be as a mentor? That's something I try to be really intentional about. And actually, when I'm having conversations with folks, I'll intentionally say, I'm going to separate what I'm going to tell you. This is the unofficial story. Okay. Versus the yeah. official story, like from the firm or something like that, it says, I'm going to tell you what I actually think and we can have a discussion about this and, you know, it's going to, you know, yeah. it's going to make some other people annoyed, but I want you to think about it. And I think to me that was a, a really important gift that, that she gave me.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think from what I'm hearing so far, um, trust and authenticity are two variables that are very crucial to successful mentorship. And uh, just to add on that, would you say, You've had a defining moment with your mentors because I know for some people, they can always look back and say, that was the moment something changed. And I know for others, it's an accumulation of moments um altogether. So what would you say is your case?
1: I don't I don't know if I have a moment. I will say there's advice that I was given that I probably still reflect on that has okay. been like a change and change of perspective more so. Um and one of sort of the best conversations that um that she and I had ever had was around um there's a difference between urgent versus important. And to me, okay. that's actually become a really sort of <laughs> a critical sort of mantra when I think about how I try to live my life now and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and, and sort of where that came to was you have to have things in perspective um, and being able to sort of balance priorities and balance objectives and and what you want to achieve, but, but keeping it all in perspective. And I think, you know, one of the, one of the really important Things that I also got from her, and I think that this is a role that mentors can play, is is around that bigger picture and the perspective, um, is that you have to sort of remember that you know, especially from a career perspective, it's just work and that there's so much more to do. And I think that that was something that um, she really had a strong perspective around and a strong voice in terms of, you know, um, what's your role in society? And what's your role sort of when, from your life perspective and yeah. stuff like that. And, and keeping that in perspective and, and being able to balance out like what what truly is urgent. Like, does it have to get done now? What is it? Is it important or not? Can you actually reorganize and stuff like that to try to achieve sort of more of a, a balance in, in what you're focused on, um, and to make to make sort of your career and life integration a lot more sustainable?
0: Yeah. So,
1: I would say like that's probably one of the biggest gifts that I that I came that I got from her she had a couple of other like really great pearls like that um but urgent versus important I would say like that is something that I share forward and that I I look at things differently now so it's tough to say like moment but I would say that was a shift in perspective where Mm -hmm. I actually now have like it's like you get a different tool in your toolkit um in terms of like how you view the world or how you like think about um how you interact and the impact that that you can have as part of a bigger picture and stuff like that And, and that was like I would say that was a defining perspective for me
0: for sure honestly it is such a great thing to be able to hear how mentorship impacted people's lives like positively and I know that for myself as a student and I've had these conversations before with uh with people we always wonder how we can approach mentors and how to navigate the relationship so to the people who will be listening to us what would be your advice on um utilizing mentorship relationships and where should we start
1: I always think you start with curious, like people, people like sharing their story. They like sharing things that, that they're good at. They yeah. they like to be admired. And this isn't just about upward. And, you know, this is the 360 view, like saying to someone, like, I could, I could learn from you on this topic. I think you're exceptional. This is clearly something that, you know, you have a natural talent for, like people love to share that part of themselves. Um, so I think like, being having that authentic curiosity and just being willing to to sort of explore is is really key. Um, I do think that there's, you know, at a certain point to, you know, and that's great for first couple of conversations, but how do you move the relationship forward?
0: Exactly. Um,
1: and I think that this is where like, finding something where you can actually give back as well. And so one of the things and I, I had you know, one of the mentors that I've worked with for a long time, um, and he's more on sort of the sales side and stuff like that. So when I had been to school and I came back to work and stuff like that, um, and I, I said to him, I,
0: <laughs> I want
1: you to, can you teach me how to catch a whale? So a big deal. Like, well, can okay. you? Yeah. And I said, and like, I knew that this was something that, um, that he was passionate about. So he's, you know, Mr. Sales guy and stuff like that. And and this is an area that I wanted to learn more about. So you find that like symbiotic relationship where, you know, something that he's passionate about, you know, it's something that I can learn. But at the same time, there's also something we can work on together. So the value that he's getting out of it is, you know, he's, you know, he's getting me actually helping. Yeah. <laughs> and doing, doing some work in the background and stuff like that and creating that team around him. Um, but at the same time like I'm developing and growing and so the ask is though that he's investing in me to teach but at the same time he's teaching me in a way where we're actually moving an objective forward and and I would say that's actually probably been a way that I've been most successful with creating those those really deep mentoring relationships and I I still think that they're with people who you have a, a natural affinity to you link into and you're like there's a spark there that I want. There's something that that person has that I'm interested in the style I in which about, they, yeah. I, I have a natural curiosity for like how they view the world or how they think about things and stuff like that. So that's still there, but I definitely have, you know, looked for opportunities to work together with them and not just have it be sort of a surface because I think it's a lot of the time it's that day to day solving a problem together, working through things, um, getting something tangible that actually helps um, the relationship progress. So for instance, when I first started working with Nusha, we were on different teams, um, but I had, (laughs) I had an interest in being on her team. Um, But I said like, and I, you know, she was going to do this marketplace thing and I had said, well, I'll help you do that. And it's on my own time. And we were going to do like breakfasts for CIOs and bring them together and stuff like that. So I can help her do the logistics and stuff like that, but it's, it's a reason to be in the room. It's a reason to have a conversation. And at the same time, you're learning. But there's something that it's not just eating up her time. Like, I'm actually, I'm bringing, you know, and at this time, I was yeah. like, brand new and like, so <laughs> enthusiastic. But I'm bringing something of value to the table. And, you know, it's, I'm I'm learning, and I'm getting something huge out of it. But at the same time, I'm also bringing something to her as well. So it's sort of, I always think, like, you think about various relationships and stuff like that. And it's sort of like, what what are you bringing to the table?
0: Definitely. That is a great question to ask. And keep in mind, we navigate in different situations, not just mentorship. And before we wrap up our episode, I have one last question for you. Do you think mentorship helped you and prepared you to become a better leader?
1: I do. Um, And I think it's one of those things where you sort of step back and it's kind of like, I think you become the people who raised you. Um so and and so like you every time you interact with someone, you're taking a part of them and you're saying, okay, I I would do it that way, or ooh, I would do it differently and stuff like that. And I think mentors though help you unpack that and help you sort of like bring that into being more intentional about how you want to develop as a leader and how you want to show up and how you want to be perceived and the impact that you can have sort of on on people and on the world and stuff like that. Um, so I think like, I think you do. And I, I also think people who have been lucky enough to have had wonderful mentors, um, to have been able to find someone who you'd say like, like that, that could be me and who creates and inspires that, um, that hope and that, uh, you know, confidence and stuff like that. I think, and and it's certainly true for me and, and I hope true for others, um, that you take it really seriously, that that's, that's something you owe to the next generation to pay forward. Um, is that, you know, it is, it's only a gift if you give it away and that you actually continue to create that. Because I think you start to understand how much of an impact that really has. And if everyone had that, and if everyone could find sort of those people who invest in them and give them that confidence and, and stuff like that, think about what we, we could all achieve together. So mm-hmm. I, I think it does because I think it becomes... Like a recursive loop in terms of you want to continue to, to spill it forward and stuff like yeah. that. And
0: We should always be intentional who we spend time with, who we seek as mentors, because these people will in a way shape who will be in the future and who we aspire to be as well
1: yeah don't you you don't want just one you want a fantastic board of directors that's fairly diverse and gives you different perspectives so that you're sort of able to pull from from different techniques and tools and and approaches and stuff like that um i think it helps with understanding yourself better and how you're perceived um and then also sort of shapes how you want to be perceived um, and how you want to show up and sort of what is what is that image of yourself that you want to put out into the world
0: So now we can move on to the last section of this episode, which is the rapid 3-2-1. And just to explain it very briefly, I will ask you three questions. The first one has a three-word answer, the second one a two-word answer, and the last one a one-word answer. Is that clear? Yeah. Perfect. So we can start with the first question. What are three values that got you where you are today?
1: Curiosity, service, perspective.
0: That is a solid combination. And I totally agree. So now we can move on to the second question. So for you, um, what are the two things that keeps you grounded and motivated? Things that keeps you going in, in days when you need it the most?
1: Impact and change.
0: Awesome. Well, we only have one question left. So uh, what would you say is the one skill that you think is very essential in all aspects of life? Empathy.
1: Empathy? Like the, the ability to truly understand someone else's side and perspective, because then you think about it practically, like in a in a work environment, stuff like that is, is how do you, you know, how do you influence and message and stuff like that? But I think it just, it's back to sort of perspective and that, you know, we're all people and Absolutely. being able to treat someone like a person, even in a career situation, I think yeah exactly. no i i will i will stick with empathy
0: well definitely empathy is a great choice we all need more empathy and the world needs more empathy these days so um yeah so with that we're gonna wrap up our episode and thank you again for joining us